The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting. you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day. And I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them. All in the same spot, and this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now, and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get texted by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. The entire ecosystem of the economy works because transactions are happening. And the reason transactions happen, ladies and gentlemen, is because entrepreneurs, natural salespeople go out there and make those transactions happen every single day. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game university.com. There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university.com. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game.
My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is business is the best way to serve. Before we get into this and me explaining what this topic is about, where it's coming from, I remind everybody I send out text messages every day guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point. I call it the daily motivation. Send out one every week as well called the Monday motivation. You want to be getting these messages. So all you got to do is text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Once you're in my text community, you'll be getting that text message. When we send it out based on what you've opted into, that number is down below in the description. Second thing, work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. So any of you who has uh, been wondering, Dre, are you a coach? Do you do any coaching? Is it possible I can have you as my coach? The answer is yes. And how is go to work on your And that's where we can tell you what your next steps are and what your next options are. With that out of the way, let's get into today's topic, which is business is the best way to serve. What I mean by this topic is if you are looking to serve your community, you want to serve the world, you want to give to other people, then the best way to do it is to run a business, whether you do it as a side hustle business, whether you do it as your main thing, or you want to partner up with somebody and start a business. But the best way to give and serve is through business. I'm going to explain here today why this is, yes, the best way, not the government, not volunteer work, not giving all your money to some charity where 60% of it goes to overhead, but actually running a business. I'm going to explain why that is here today. So the reason I'm talking about this is because this idea actually started as a good number of ideas that I put out here on the show. Start as me refuting some bullshit that I heard somebody say, and they're saying it assertively as if they know what they're talking about. There are probably anywhere from 100 to 500 episodes of this show that were recorded for this specific reason. That I heard somebody say something as if they knew what they were talking about. And I said, no, what that person's talking about is completely wrong. And I got to either thinking about it, or maybe I had a conversation with somebody, and maybe I was going back and forth with someone on social media. And I said, All right, I'm not going to limit this conversation, just me and this person. I'm actually going to make a whole episode so that everyone can understand this. This is one of those. So where this started was I was listening to, there was an interview on The Breakfast Club. Some of you don't know what that is. Breakfast Club is a urban radio show slash podcast that usually has people in the hip hop community on their show. Not always rappers necessarily, but people who the hip hop community connect with. And The Breakfast Club is a very popular show. They've been out for close to 15 years now. And they're based up in New York. And The Breakfast Club often will have candidates who are running for political office appear on their show. This is how much pull that they have in the community that people who are running for political office go on The Breakfast Club because this is their probably the best avenue they have towards reaching the urban slash hip hop community. So, for example, Joe Biden famously went on The Breakfast Club in the summer of 2020 and uh, made his pitch for running for president. Interestingly enough, The Breakfast Club did not invite and would not have uh, Donald Trump on the show. Different conversation for a different day. They had Hillary Clinton on the show. And Joe Biden famously announced that if you have to decide between me and Donald Trump when you're picking your president this year, then you ain't black. Joe Biden actually said that. Joe Biden, old, stiff, white man said, if you got to pick between me and Donald Trump, you ain't black. He said that on The Breakfast Club. And many people, critical thinking black people, heard that and said, this guy's out of his damn mind, number one, for having said that. And number two, the Breakfast Club hosts who position themselves as allegedly a bipartisan and not having a dog in the race, 
None of them said anything when Joe Biden went up there and made that statement right there in front of them on their show. It's a different conversation again for a different day. I'm just bringing up the Breakfast Club because this is where I heard this particular comment. And this year, this was Vivek Ramaswamy, who was a guy who was running as Republican, at least as of this recording, for president in 2024. Vivek is a younger guy. He's probably, I believe, under the age of 40. He's an entrepreneur himself, and he is running for president on a Republican ticket, allegedly. And when he was on the Breakfast Club, one of the hosts of the Breakfast Club, I don't even know this woman's actual name. I think her name is Tez, some T-E-Z. Might be short for her full name. I don't know where her full name is. It doesn't even matter because she's, I don't believe in, in addition to the show. They should probably not have her, have her on the show because she's kind of combative and not as smart as she thinks she is, but she thinks she's really smart. This often happens on these kind of platforms. Again, different conversation, but different day. Vivek is a well-funded entrepreneur. Now, he has his own business, and that's how a lot of his business money is funding his run for president, because you're going to run for political office is basically a spending contest. And because Vivek's experience is as an entrepreneur, he was being questioned by one of these hosts of the Breakfast Club, again, an on-again, off-again host, a woman by the name of Tess. There are two main hosts, a guy named, he calls himself Charlemagne, another guy named DJ Envy. They were there, but then this woman, Tez, was invited into the conversation and she got to ask Vivek some questions. And one of the things that she said was that you are running for a public office. You're basically servicing the community by being president. So what experience do you have doing it? And Vivek says, well, I run a business. He starts talking about running his businesses. And then she kind of preempts him and says, well, the only experience I know of you having, Vivek, is that you're an entrepreneur. And you're running a business which means you're only serving yourself. You're enriching yourself by running your business, but you haven't served anybody else. What have you done that positions you to do a public service? Have you done anything like volunteer work or donated your time or something like that? What qualifies you to do something like running for president? This is a complete nonsensical, bullshit, non-thinking, lack of critical thinking skills argument that many people have made. It started there. Then two weeks ago, I was on X slash Twitter. And I was having a conversation. I was responding to something that somebody else said, and it was a, a black community conversation. Let's just put it that way. And some woman came into the conversation. This is a public conversation, but she's free to do. And she said, well, Dre, talking to me, she said, well, what have you done to serve the community? What have you done to serve black community or serve young black men since you have your opinions on it? And I said, well, look at the link in my bio. All right. Read my bio. Now, on my bio, it says my background is an athlete. It says my background, I haven't done TED Talks. It says my background, I haven't written 33 books. My background, I haven't this show. It's been coming out every day since 2016 and creating more original content than damn near anybody on the internet. And I responded in short, letting her know that. And she said, well, I looked at what you have and it looks like all you're doing is for-profit business. It means you're only serving yourself. What have you done that is actually free? This is what she said out of her mouth. And again, this comes from people who think they're smart, but they don't even realize the more they talk, the stupider they sound. So she was alluding to, and she even said this actually in so many words, that if you haven't done any kind of volunteering or community service, then you're not really serving anybody. You're only serving yourself by running a business, as if that's a more noble and exemplary way of serving, more proof that you are you know, worthy of having a public position like the government, or you're even worthy of speaking on a subject like servicing the community or what the community can do better. This is complete bullshit. Today, I'm going to explain why it's bullshit, and I'm going to provide some defensive material for all entrepreneurs who may face this criticism in the future. So any of you, or you only have to be an entrepreneur, any of you who just, you make a considerable amount of money, and there are people who will attack you and say, well, all you've done 
They minimize what you've done by saying, all you've done is make money for yourself. You're not really helping anybody else because you're just running a for-profit business. And there will be more and more people who think like this because we have more of these socialist-minded people coming of age, gathering information and talking points, and then going out into the world, again, thinking that they're smart when they actually sound stupid. But if you don't know how to disarm them and actually show them how stupid they sound, then they're going to walk away thinking that they actually have made a point when they haven't. So let me help you out. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is business is the best way to serve anyone. Number one, let's understand why businesses make money. We need to understand this. This is an economics lesson for everybody. Also, in supply and demand is one of the key principles of economics. Entrepreneurs are wealth creators. That's what we do. Entrepreneurs create wealth. Entrepreneurs create wealth. Okay, I talked about money, wealth, and poverty in episode 2478. I explained the ICE method, I-C-E, method for wealth creation in episode 2437. I told you in episode number 1477 how to create wealth. Let's be clear what wealth is. Wealth means what people want. That's what wealth is. Wealth is not money. Wealth means what people want. When you have what people want, you have wealth. Now, your ability to translate that wealth into money is called sales. Everybody got it? When you have something that people want, it's worth money if you can translate it into money through the process of selling. I have something that you want. This is book. It's called The Mirror Motivation. Pay $9.95 for shipping. I will send you the book. All right, that's the sale. But if I can't get you to give me the $9.95, then I have not turned my wealth into money. Everybody get it? But I can still have the book. It's still wealth. But I got to be able to turn it into something, which is I can use for exchange, which is usually money. Money is a derivative of wealth. In other words, wealth is a, on a higher plane. It exists on a higher plane than money. When you have what people want, you are able to exchange it with people who want it, often called sales. And money is usually the medium of exchange. Okay, so I got these donuts that you want, or it's $5 for two donuts. You give me $5, I'll give you two donuts. That's the exchange. That's the sale. So when you hear people say something like, I'll give you an example here, there's another dumb thing that people say because they don't understand. You hear people say that an athlete has acquired generational wealth. This is false. An athlete with a big contract, doesn't matter how much money is for, $100, $100,000, $100 million, $300 million. Just because an athlete has a big contract does not mean they have acquired generational wealth. Uh, you got to understand what generational wealth actually means. Generational wealth means having something that generations of people will be able to exchange for money. That's what wealth is. Wealth is something that people want. So just because I, let's just say I right now play for the New York Knicks and had a contract for $300 million. Do I have generational wealth? No, I do not. Not based on just that information, because that's usually all people know about an athlete, how much money their contract's for. They're like, well, this guy has generational wealth. How do you know? You don't know what he has. All you know is he got a contract for $300 million. He got a job that's going to pay him a considerable amount of money. That's a lot of money. But that doesn't necessarily make it generational wealth. Why? Because generational wealth, again, means having something that other people will exchange for money from generations to generations to generation. If I play for the New York Knicks, my son can't exchange my play for the New York Knicks for money. Now, I can give him some of the money, but that doesn't necessarily make him wealthy. It just means he got money. That money will run out eventually. Nothing that I'm doing for the New York Knicks in 2023 is going to help my son make money in 2063. You get what I'm saying? Unless I create something based off of my play that then will be worth money. But just based on the fact that I have the contract does not make it wealthy. There's no wealth generated from that. This is money. Just pay. It's just a salary that I get for doing the job. That is not generational wealth. So any of you sports people out there, sports fans, players, coaches, 
et cetera. Just because a player has a contract does not mean they have generational wealth. Because again, a lot of people don't understand what wealth actually means. And to call it generational, again, a lot of people, they don't even think about these things, just repeat these phrases that, again, sound smart, but you actually sound stupid to people who understand what they mean. A big contract is not generational wealth. One contract from one athlete might last, let's say, 10 years. Okay, so now after 10 years, you ain't making no money anymore. So just because you have a lot of cash does not mean you have generational wealth. And if you heard of an athlete going broke or an entertainer going broke, of course you have. So what happened to their generational wealth? All that money that they made. See, the amount of wealth you have depends on many factors, starting with your current churn rates. In other words, how much money are you spending? How much money is going out? See, the only thing most people know about an athlete or an entertainer is how much money is coming in or allegedly coming in based on a contract amount. But you're not even factoring in taxes. You're not factoring in fees. You're not factoring in who they have to pay. You're not factoring in their life expenses. You don't know anything about them except the fat number on their contract. You don't know anything about the situation. So you can't even assess whether someone has wealth unless you know their entire financial picture. The people in finance who are listening to this, you know exactly what I mean. So you don't know how much money is coming in and going out every month for a person. You have no idea what their wealth situation is. You don't know if they're doing anything to grow their money, all right, regardless of the amount that they have. Right, a person who's making $10 million a year could have more wealth than a person who's making $100 million a year based on their activities with the money. What's this person's long-term financial strategy? If you don't know any of these things, you can't assess whether somebody has wealth, let alone generational wealth, regardless of how much money they got. As entrepreneurs, out of my side note here, back to my point. As entrepreneurs, we are providing a valuable product or service. We know it's valuable because people are willing to exchange their money to get it. So if you've ever made a sale of something that you created, you have created wealth. That is literally what creating wealth is. What we offer is worth more than the money that our clients and customers are willing to exchange for. Otherwise, they wouldn't buy. So if I'm willing to pay $5 for two donuts, that's because I believe my desire for the donuts at that moment is stronger than my desire for the $5. That's why I'm willing to give up the five in order to get the two. Remember what I told you, episode 2174, there are no perfect scenarios, only trade-offs. I'm willing to trade $5 for two donuts. I don't value the $5 as much as I value those two donuts. That's why I make the buy. Everybody understand? So business is not, so let's be clear. Business is not just for yourself because every time you make a sale in business, what are you doing? You are giving somebody something that they want in exchange for something that you want. So every time I make a sale, I have to give somebody something that they want. So I can't only be serving myself by running a business. That's impossible. It's impossible to run a business only serving yourself. You would never make a sale because the only person that would be buying is me. If somebody buys from me, that means I serve them. So I'm serving at the highest level because not only am I giving it to you, because even one thing if I gave it to you for free is another thing. If I tell you, you got to give me something to get it and you're willing to do it because I'm giving you something that you want. So business is not just for yourself by definition. So again, this is why I said people say this, oh, you're only serving yourself and running a business. Don't even understand how stupid they sound. They don't understand how business works. Running a business is for us to give to the people we are called to serve. We're just exchanging money in the process. Every time we make an exchange, in other words, somebody buys from us, it is proof that we are serving more than ourselves because otherwise, why would they give us the money? Why would you give somebody money for two donuts if you didn't want the donuts? You want the donuts. That's why you're willing to give me money. So I'm servicing the community heavily if I go sell a thousand donuts a day because I'm giving the community what they want. If I got an OnlyFans page and people are willing to pay me, I'm servicing the community. I'm servicing the people who want it. All right, that's what business is. Again, so any of you who's ever said this phrase, you're only serving yourself by running a business, never say this stupid shit again. And if you ever hear anybody saying this, then just remember what I said and you can tell them that or you can let them listen to this episode. 
The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of The Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Moving on, point number two. Today's topic, once again, is business is the best way to serve. Number two, when you run a business, you create a new job for yourself and others. The others are your staff, your team, your employees. Your transactions, every time somebody buys from you, what happens? Their sales tax, usually. Depending on your state you live in, there'd be more or less, right? Whenever you buy something, you look at the receipt, there's sales tax on everything you purchase, right? The government gets a little piece of every transaction. That's a lot of money. They tax you. The government then taxes you on the business itself. They tax you on the revenue that your business makes. Most of you entrepreneurs, you pay taxes every year, right? They tax your staff on their salaries. And then you who have staff, you have W-2 employees. They get taxed by the government before they even get their own money. The government takes their cut off the top. And yeah, they give you a refund, but they don't refund all of it. Now you count out how much gets taken out of your check and then count out how much you get in your refund. Ain't the same amount. All right, the government gets their cut of your money. Any of you who is a W-2 employee, they tax you. The government taxes you on everything you buy, everything you supply through your business. So any of you runs a business and you buy things for the business. Right? For example, I got a whiteboard. Any of you follow me on social media, you see me with my whiteboard little videos that I do. I got markers that I use to write on that whiteboard. And the black marker that I use the most, they was run out of ink very quickly. All right? Every you no know, couple months, I got to buy more black markers. And every time I buy those markers from Amazon, guess what? There's a little bit of tax on that transaction. That's the government's cut. They tax me on that. Anything I buy for the business, I get taxed on. The government loves businesses because we spend a lot of money. We have a lot of financial churn businesses. We got money going in. We got money going out. And the government gets a cut of all of it. That's why they give businesses the biggest tax breaks. Business owners and investors get the biggest tax breaks. Those of you who are familiar with the cash flow quadrant, popularized by Robert Kiyosaki or created by Robert Kiyosaki. He explains this. Employees and small business owners get taxed the most. Business owners and investors get taxed the least. They get the most breaks. Well, actually, they get taxed. Maybe you could say they get taxed about the same amount, but business owners and investors have a bunch of loopholes which they can hop through to save money on their taxes, whereas employees and small business owners do not have those loopholes. This is why any of you engaged in, let's say, something like network marketing. You may be encouraged by the people running those companies or the, the, you know, your sponsor, whoever, whatever they call these people, that you should have a small business even on the side, even if you want to keep your main job. Why? Because having that small business allows you tax breaks that you do not have as an employee. The government likes business owners and investors. Why? Because we create the economy. That's what business owners do. The government doesn't create the economy. Y'all thought the government created the economy? Okay. 
Let the government run the economy by itself with no entrepreneurs and you'll find out how much the government actually does for the economy and what in which direction they're doing it. If you actually believe that uh, you might have learned that at some liberal arts university, some state school or unlearn that bullshit quick. The highest taxes are given to employees who receive paychecks. Any of you who receives a paycheck as an employee, you pay more taxes than business owners. You pay more taxes than the person who owns the company that you get paid by. Every business in your state or town needs to cre- continually create transactions. Why? Why do I need to continually create transactions? Not to serve ourselves. I need to keep creating transactions, not to serve myself. Well, I do get to serve myself by creating transactions, but guess what else happens? Every transaction that I make trickles down through the entire ecosystem of where I live. Because the more money that I make, then I can go to the local shops and I can buy groceries. I can buy food. I can buy clothing. I can buy electronic gadgets that I want. When I make those transactions, the business owners there, they get to pay their staff, they get to pay taxes, then they get to take that money and they get to go buy the stuff that they want and they can serve their families. They can pay their kids. They can pay for their kids to go to private school. They can do things. And then there's another transaction that happens and another transaction. The entire ecosystem of the economy works because transactions are happening. And the reason transactions happen, ladies and gentlemen, is because entrepreneurs, natural salespeople go out there and make those transactions happen every single day. And we give jobs to people so that they can get paid and they can take their money and they can go buy stuff and they can go pay the entrepreneur who's selling something at the local grocery store or the local mall or the local uh, thrift shop. That is how the economy works. Any of you who works as an employee, when you get paid, what do you do? You go pay bills. You go to the store. You buy things. You spend money. You buy groceries, right? Well, guess what? Who are you buying from? You're buying from a business. Who started that business? An entrepreneur. The entire economy runs because of what entrepreneurs do. This is not a fact. This is a truth. Those transactions that we all make trickle down through the entire ecosystem of our towns, our states, our cities, our communities, the country. From the truck drivers to the police to the daycare centers to construction workers, filling potholes, the grocery stores, carpet cleaners, the landscapers. Every time an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur's business facilitates a transaction, it keeps the system flowing that allows everyone else to make money as well. This is how the economy works. If every entrepreneur stopped working, the entire economy will come to a complete halt. You should read Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. It's an extremely long book. I'm not even finished reading it yet, but I have started it. And that book illustrates what happens if the entrepreneurs stop doing entrepreneurial things. The entire economy would stop. So any of you who has been imbued with this socialist bullshit mindset that you've been taught at some college by some purple haired weirdo calling themselves non-binary. All right, that's some bullshit. And I just explained to you why. And if I'm wrong about any of this, you let me know. Anyone who has a job would have nowhere to work if entrepreneurs stopped doing what they did. So no, business is not just serving yourself. Without equivocation, entrepreneurs make the economy work, at least here in the United States. I don't know how it is in other countries. I've been in, spent time in other countries, but I've never been a permanent resident anywhere but the United States. And I'm glad, I'm happy for that because this may be one of the only countries in the world where I could do what I'm doing. Only a fool would not understand what I've just explained in the first two points of this episode. We're not even done. Unfortunately, we have a lot of fools in society. And these fools have social media accounts, they have platforms, and they have audiences. So unfortunately, we have to hear what they're saying. You don't have to listen, but you do have to hear it because you know, everybody has a right. Hey, this is a land of free speech. Now, everyone has a right to free speech and say what they want to say, even if they sound like complete idiots. 
they do have a right to say it. I would never want to block somebody from saying what they want to say. And as a matter of fact, I appreciate fools for saying the dumb shit that they say because it supplies me ammunition and material for this very platform. So everything I said here was just things that I'm disagreeing with everything everybody says. I don't know. I might have not, not had the same energy to do this stuff. All right, I might have run out of gas several episodes ago, but every once in a while somebody says something dumb and it fills my tank up to go and do an episode like this. I'm not even dumb. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do, and you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Let's move on to point number three. The topic once again here today is business is the best way to serve. Point number three. There is nobility in giving away your time for free. There is virtue in doing that if that's what you want to do. Most of the entrepreneurs I know take a percentage of their time and actually do this. They may not do it as a calculated percentage, but many entrepreneurs I know do give away some time for free. I know entrepreneurs who are professional speakers and they say, well, I got to get paid my full fee for any speaking gig I do. But. If it's something for kids, let's say some you know, sixth graders need me to come speak and talk to them, I'll do it completely for free. No fee whatsoever. I know a lot of entrepreneurs who kind of have those rules. They'll do certain things for free and certain things. There's a line. There's a bold line and anything on this side of the line, they'll do for free. And anything on that side of the line, you absolutely have to pay me and there's no negotiation. So I know many entrepreneurs who do this. I do this. All right, how much are you paying to listen to this episode? It's a common behavior. Now, some do it by, again, they do things like having giveaways through their business. Some of them work with youth in their community. Some of them give of their money or of their tangible resources, such as physical space or something like that. So there are people who do all different types of things when it comes to giving. But if you give away all of what you have, then you will no longer be in a position to give anything else. As Jay-Z said in his song called Moment of Clarity, he said, You cannot help the poor if you are poor. That's not the exact language that he used, but the whole point is you can't help the poor if you're poor. If you give everything you have, you have nothing to give. Generating revenue positions you to volunteer. Generating revenue positions you to volunteer. The most active volunteers I know are people who are really good at generating revenue. Why? Because it creates the cushion that gives them the resources to which they can give away things without charging for it. They have the margin that buys them time and resources to give. So any of you who wants to virtuously give, the most important thing you can do for yourself is to create resources through doing your business and generating transactions, which helps the economy. It helps the person you're selling to. It helps the people on your team. And it creates the margin that allows you to go give as much as you want to give as often as you want to give. it. Because, again, you can't give what you don't have. And let me be clear about one other point. This is not giving back. 
many people like to use this phrase, giving back. What are you doing to give back to the community? Dre, you have this business. You have a for-profit business. What are you doing to give back to the community? Well, let's get something clear. I don't owe the community anything, nor do you. You don't owe the community something because the community did not give you the success that you have. You gave yourself the success you have through your efforts. Now, I'm not saying you did it all 100% by yourself. Yeah, there were people who came along the way and they helped out and they gave or helped or gave you game or assisted or whatever it is that they did along the way. But understand the spirit of what I'm saying. The community did not give you your success. If you're from the hood, the hood did not give you success. Now, if you want to give to the hood, give to the hood. You're not giving back because, again, they didn't give you the success that you have in the first place. All right, you went out there and you got it. You took actions to get to the outcome that you want to get to. And entrepreneurs out there or successful people, you only had to be an entrepreneur because this is something that especially people who come from the communities like the one that I come from, let's say an athlete who makes it in basketball or football, technically not an entrepreneur, but many of them have this mindset and they're ashamed with this from people who are still in the hood while they got out of the hood. Well, you need to get back to the hood because you came from here and you made it. Their own family members will tell them this. Well, first of all, again, the hood didn't give them the ability to make a jump shot. Or you gave yourself that ability by going to the park and doing the work and putting your time in. If you want to give, give. But you don't have to give out of a sense of shame or a sense of obligation or duty as if you owe it to someone else just because you made a success of yourself and either they did not or they did not yet. You don't necessarily owe them just because. And this is something that is extremely prevalent in the black community. I don't know about any other community. I don't know about the Latin or Jewish or white people or any of you who's you grew up in another country and you came to the USA or you live in another country right now. I don't know how much this goes on in you all's community. But in our community, this is a big thing. Someone comes from the hood and they become a success, however you define that word. And people look at them like, oh, well, you need to give back because you have created success. Why do I got to give back? What did you give me when I was coming up? What did you give me? Do I owe you something? If so, send me the invoice. I'll pay you what I owe you. But I don't have to give back because I'm not, you didn't give me anything in the first place. I'm not giving back. I'm giving because I want to. Because the success that I created was not given to me in the first place. I went out and I did the work. I mean, that's what work on your game is all about. And I want to make sure that that point is on the record because there are a lot of people, again, especially from the communities that I come from, they get this shame hung on their shoulders, the shame put on their shoulders as if they owe it to other people to do something for them just because. Y'all are from the same neighborhood. You became successful and they're less successful. You just owe them just because by default. No, that's nonsense. They don't owe you shit. And you, if you're the successful person, you don't owe anybody anything just because you became successful. Now, you can give them the game. Listen, I'm, I'm giving people the game. I know how to create success. I've helped other people create success. I've created success for myself. I'm giving you the game by giving you this show. But it's not giving back as if I am mandated to do it. I'm doing it because I choose to. And that's completely fine. And it's fine for me to say, I don't owe it. I'm giving it because I choose to. If I go back to my old community and I put on a, a clinic for the youth, it's not because I'm giving back. It's because I'm giving, period. Because there have been more clinics for the youth when I was a kid. Hey, maybe I would have been a better basketball player. The whole point is, even if there were clinics for the youth, all right, that's because somebody chose to do it. It's not you owe it just because somebody else did it doesn't necessarily mean that you owe it. It's something that you're choosing to do. And if you chose not to, that'd be completely fine as well. It's not someone else's responsibility to give you something just because they have it. And that applies to everybody, uh, whether you are successful or not, no matter where you come from. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is business is the best way to serve. Again, someone talking about this on a show, then somebody said it to me that you're only serving yourself because you're running a for-profit business as if that's some type of selfish thing when it's actually the most 
virtuous and giving thing you can do is run a for-profit business. And here's why. Number one, businesses make money because we create wealth. Wealth is simply what people want. And we are able to trade our wealth for money and via the process of selling. Only reason somebody will give you money is because you have something that they want and they value the thing that you're offering more than they value the money that they have. That's the highest level of serving that you can give to anyone. And the only way you can ever make a sale is by having that, which means you're not serving yourself. The only way you can make any sales ever in life is that you have something that somebody else wants more than they want their money. So you are serving them so much that they want to trade their money for it. So you can't run a business only serving yourself. It is by definition, it is impossible. Number two, when you run a business, you create a new job for yourself and you create jobs for others, being your staff or your team, the gig workers that you hire, the vendors that you pay. All those people are getting more work because of the fact that you run your business. So your transactions are helping fuel the economy, the local economy, the regional economy, the state economy, and the national economy. This is literal. I'm not making this up. This is literally what you're doing when you spend money. If nobody was spending any money and no transactions were happening, they call that a recession or a depression when no transactions are happening because entrepreneurs are not out there making money move. Entrepreneurs are the reason why we have an economy without equivocation. Number three, there is nobility in giving away your time for free or whatever other resources you wish to give. There is nobility in doing that. But first of all, the easiest way to do this is to create the resources themselves in the first place such that you have the margin to give and it doesn't hurt you to give. All right, it's not hurting your business to give. If it hurts your business to give, you might not be yet be in a position to where you can give the way that you want to. Maybe it might take 10 years for you building up your business before you can give the way that you would really want to give. And that's okay. Build your business up. Be selfish so you can be unselfish. All right. Focus on you so you, then you can focus on other people. You can't give what you don't have, folks. You can't give to the poor or help the poor if you are poor. So you have to create the margin in the first place. And just to make sure that we're being clear here, you are not giving back because, again, the success that you have created, entrepreneur, was not created by other people. It was created by you. That's not to say nobody ever helped you along the way, but you do not have a burden of giving to other people just because you created success. And this is something that, again, gets put on a lot of people's shoulders and makes them feel like they owe it to people just because they're successful. And this is something that unsuccessful people are very good at doing, like these dummies who reached out to me and told me that I'm running a for-profit business as if there's something wrong with that. No, that's something right with that, because that's the reason why we have an economy in the first place, because of entrepreneurs like myself and entrepreneurs like you. So if you're an entrepreneur, be proud of it. Understand what you are doing and the effect you're having on the economy and never let some idiot who doesn't understand how business works make you feel as if something is wrong with you because you are doing something for a profit. Because if it wasn't for that profit, there would be no economy and we'd be in a lot worse space than if you were out than where we are now with you out there doing what you're doing. So with all that said, make sure you text me. Share my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. And work on your game university. You want to work with me directly, be coached by me. Go to work on your game university. That's the place where it's taking place. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305 305- 384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. Are you ready to take your health and well-being to the next level? Or if you're already at the next level, you want to make sure you stay there? Introducing AG1, the ultimate all-in-one supplement that will revolutionize your daily routine. 
AG1 is meticulously crafted to provide your body with a comprehensive blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. What does all that mean? Let me make it simple. It means you're getting the perfect solution for those of you who are committed to optimizing your health and fueling your body with the very best. I take this stuff myself, besides water and my protein shake, I don't put anything else in my body. Whether you're a professional athlete or someone who values meticulous attention to detail when it comes to what you put in your body, AG1 is designed with people like us in mind. But the benefits don't stop there. When you choose AG1, you're gonna receive a free one-year supply of vitamin D, a vital nutrient that supports a strong immune system and promotes healthy bones. On top of that, we're including five free AG1 travel packs so you can stay on top of your game wherever life takes you. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Your body deserves the highest quality nutrition and AG1 is here to deliver. That's why I partner with them. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. If you ever get to working with me, one thing I'm going to tell you is you need to drink more water. I don't care who you are, what it is you do. So I have something exciting to help quench your thirst for knowledgeable and clean hydration. This is called Aqua True, the ultimate water purifier that will have you saying cheers to a healthier lifestyle. Now, we all know the struggle of staying hydrated. Some of you don't like water. Some of you forget to drink water and some of you are drinking water out of plastic and you're basically killing yourself at the same time because you're ingesting plastic at the same time you're ingesting water. That's why AquaTrue is here to revolutionize your sipping game. So say goodbye to those flimsy plastic bottles and to that plastic that you're drinking and say hello to the next level of refreshing hydration. Let me tell you why AquaTrue is the real deal. First of all, clean and crisp perfection. You are not just drinking water. This is pure, crystal clear delight. So no more funky taste, no more strange odors. Now you just have the ultimate freshness. It's like having a personal oasis right there in the middle of your kitchen. Secondly, AquaTrue is keeping it real because they're all about transparency, just like that crystal clear water that you're going to be drinking. AquaTrue fills out all the nasty stuff that comes with drinking from plastic bottles and your body will thank you for making this switch. Trust me on that. Number three, the hydration game is strong. You are a hydration superhero. And if you're anything like me, I drink 200 ounces of water a day. If you're even close to that or even half of that with AquaTrue, you will have the cleanest, tastiest water at your fingertips, making it very easy to reach your hydration goals. And number four, goodbye to plastic and hello to the planet. Let's save our planet together. By ditching plastic bottles and opting for AquaTrue instead, you'll be making a positive impact on your health and on the environment at the exact same time. This is a win-win. Good for you and it's good for the planet. Oh, and guess what? We got a little something special for you. You're going to get a refreshing $100 off of any AquaTrue model today so you can start your hydration journey in style. So you're ready to take the plunge, right? Here's what you do. Go over to workonyourgame.com slash AT. That stands for AquaTrue. Workonyourgame.com slash AT and dive into the AquaTrue experience. Your body and the planet will thank you for it. As a matter of fact, I'll thank you in advance. That's workonyourgame.com slash AT. Workonyourgame.com slash AT. AquaTrue is making hydration awesome one clean sip at a time. So let's drink to a healthier you.